Hello, my name is Rosanna Molunio and welcome to the Rosanna Mod Podcast. Want to modify your life? That is corny, but I'm going to keep it in there. This variety show brainstorms solutions for everyday challenges, unlocks your secret potential, think outside the box with creative ideas that improve your business and your life. Get inspired with special guests, get motivated with how-to projects for the whole family, and learn that life is too short for anything less than being happy. Laugh with me or at me, it doesn't matter, somebody's going to laugh. Welcome to the Rosanna Mod Variety Pod. This is your vessel and host, Rosanna Molunio, a.k.a. Rosanna Mod Online. Today is episode 104, Ciento y Cuatro. And we are going to update you on Coco's recovery from eye surgery and also talk about dog surgery, cones, and how to feed them and uh, add some drug information in here. So this is going to be a pretty packed little show for your little fur baby whether it's a dog or a cat I don't know but the cones do work for uh, cones uh, for dogs and cats alike so we'll start by updating you Wednesday May 5th 2021 Coco had her eye surgery she had lens luxation so I opted for the surgery she had her lens removed not her eye her lens little lens is what focuses your eye. I believe it's between the pupil and the iris, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. Well, anyway, hers uh, slips around and moved around. It wasn't detached yet, but it was, you know, getting to that point. Every time it moved, it hurt because she has glaucoma in her eyes. So this bothered her and they removed the lens. I brought her in at seven o'clock. I took her home at 3 p.m. Surgery is a 45 minute procedure. It's very delicate from what I understand. There are sutures involved uh, in the eye and on the eyelid. She, he closed a little bit of the eyelid, I guess on the end, so maybe to protect the eye. She came home with a cone and I gotta tell you, as soon as I got her, she just looked horrible. She was just lethargic and sad and she wouldn't walk. She kept staring out into space because I guess, uh, you know, when you take out the lens, which is the focus part of the eye, they become farsighted. So if one eye is farsighted and the other one isn't, it's something to get used to. If you wear glasses, wear glasses on one eye and then not the other. That's what she sees. So it's a little hard. Uh, another thing is the cone. She wasn't able to drink or eat because she kept hitting the bowl of water and spilling the water and she just said that's it I'm not doing it anymore I think she did it one time the right way and then it just spilled everywhere and she was like screw this I'm not doing this so so she refused to drink and eat another problem that I had with her was she wouldn't poop she had no problem peeing but she wouldn't poop and she was constipated because of a lot of these uh, pills and things that she's taking she did not poop for me for six days She's on nine medications. The first one is Keterolac, which is an eyedropper, relieves itchy eyes and inflammation four times a day. The next one is Oflaxin, Ofloxacin, eyedrops two times a day. This is for eye infections. The next one is Dorzolamide, which is for glaucoma and also used for humans. I think they're a little different for humans. This one is two times a day. The next one is Tacrolimus, which is for dry eyes, 
put them both eyes two times a day. The next one is OptiX Care or Optics Care. It's a lube. It's for itchy and dry eyes. Put it on both eyes two times a day. And then I wait an hour and I give her sodium chloride, which comes in a little tube. It's like a ointment, ointment, which you know I love that word. Put the little tube inside your hands. It's a little metal tube and just warm it for as long as you can because it works like kind of like honey. You know, like if you, the warmer it is, the more liquidy it becomes. I don't know if that's a good <laughs> if that's a good example, but it's an ointment. The longer you keep it warm, the easier it comes out of the tube is what I mean. Otherwise, it'll just come out like toothpaste and they don't like that. I learned the hard way. I have to put it right on the eye. Sometimes she won't open her eye for me and I just put it on the eyelashes and when she closes her eyes, it goes in there. Uh, this restores electrolyte balance by rehydrating the eyes. So that's, you have to wait an hour after I give her all the other eye drops and then I give that to her. And then after that, you get the pills, which is the tramadol, which is an opioid. I believe humans take this too. Pain reliever and half, two to three times a day as needed. Clavomax, which is a pill for an infection and that you have to give with food and it is chewable tablet. And the last one is prednisone, which stops itching. And that one I would give half a pill two times a day for the first three days. And then after that, it was half a pill every other day for six days. So yeah, Coco has not been happy. Uh, on top of everything else, she was constipated. So what did I do? I looked online, what do I give her for constipation? She never usually gets constipated. Pumpkin filling, they say. I just happen to have pumpkin filling. She refused to eat it, she does not like it. You're not supposed to mix it with food, right? Okay, so I didn't mix it with food. So I got a dropper. It's a, a baby dropper, one of those little things that looks like a turkey baster, but they're smaller. And I mixed uh, distilled bottled water with some pumpkin filling, made it into like a soup consistency, opened up her little cheek and put it in her mouth and squeezed it in. She didn't like it, but she got hydrated because she needed to drink. So every 20 minutes I would give her this. <clears throat> and then I went off and just did every 20 minutes with water. She wouldn't eat, so I had to feed her like a bird and after every eye drop, I would give her a treat. So what does she like to eat? Well, when they're constipated, you don't wanna give them anything dry. You wanna make sure that you give them something moist, like Caesar's you know, little duck food, which is she really likes the duck one, and it's like a pate. And every time I gave her an eye drop, I would give her a little piece of uh, duck food. And that and turkey. I have turkey breast that she likes also. After doing this, I realized, you know, she's not eating and she's not drinking because of the stupid cone. You know, she just kept banging it into the wall. She kept hitting the door. She kept hitting the edges of the doorway. She kept just, you know, when she goes to the bathroom, she hits, she likes to put her head down and it, it would hit the floor, it would hit the pee pad and she would just stop doing what she's doing. So it freaks her out. I said, you know what? you're going to the bathroom one way or another. So I called the vet emergency after four days that she hadn't gone to the bathroom, hadn't pooped. And they told me if she's not vomiting, 
then it's not really an emergency. If she's eating and drinking and not vomiting, then she's okay. It's just constipated. There's a block there. I looked online. I found this lady that rubs the belly. I've been massaging her belly, by the way, but I've been doing it wrong maybe. She was massaging it in a way that shows the intestines and how the, the, uh, the movement that the bowel moves you know, in her stomach before it comes out. So you start by rubbing the inside of her stomach on with her right leg and you move up into like a u-shape and you go down to the left leg so that u-shape and i just kept doing that over and over and uh, her stomach would gurgle you know and then i would give her more water make sure she's hydrated her stomach would gurgle she would fart i'm like oh my god i've never been so happy to smell farts you know really <laughs> when do you smell when you smell farts it's like gross but to me i was like celebrating oh my god where's the party right if you go poop i'm gonna buy pizza you know she didn't poop until till monday so she hadn't pooped in six days and the reason that she pooped was because i gave her an enema how did you give her an enema rosanna you ask well it's real simple i have a baby it's those nasal bulbs it's plastic uh what do you call them okay nasal aspirators nasal suckers whatever you want to call them. they're like bulbs and they're used for for taking the boogies out of baby's noses okay that's that's her enema uh thing i make sure it's clean I, I always have baby things for her i've always had them she's had you know she has syringes little plastic syringes she, she has the little baby dropper which it looks like a turkey baster but it's small and then she's got this nasal uh, sucker which is for the enema i used it i've used it on her before but she rarely gets constipated i can honestly say i've used it maybe twice in her whole life i get warm water distilled bottled water i warm it up in the microwave just make sure it's warm not hot and that's all I do. I put a little bit of water in there. I don't fill it up. I just put maybe, I don't know. I can't measure it because I don't measure. So it's just a little bit, a little squirt. Okay. I gave it to her twice that day. And uh, once in the morning and I waited 15 minutes, I thought, okay, you're going to go now, right? No. She goes over to the pee pad. She walks around in circles, looks like she's going to go, squats, and then stops. I'm thinking, okay, you got blockage. So I put olive oil in her butt not inside her butt, but I rubbed it on her butt. And then I gave her a half a teaspoon of olive oil to eat. How did I do this? I mixed it in with her wet food and I put it in my hand. So like a little pouch of olive oil and wet food. And she just licked the hell out of my hand and ate all of it. She was hungry. So I think it was a mix of the massaging, the olive oil, the water, and also the Vaseline on the tip of the uh, bulb with the warm water enema, it, it moved her for sure. Because within 10 minutes, uh, she did. The funny thing is, she didn't even complain. That's how I knew she felt good. She was like, Oh, this is nice. This is a little warm water. She moved, she jumped a little bit, but she, she didn't complain like she normally does or run away. So I think it, it helped her somehow. As soon as I did it, I'm telling you within 10 minutes, I wish I could post the video, but I can't because it's really gross. She got on the on that pad and she must have dropped like five pounds of poop. I mean, honestly, and it wasn't hard. It was normal. It wasn't wet. It was just normal. A little bit of wet, but not a lot. And then she went again a couple times. 
she's been going every day. I mean, at least two times a day now. She went Monday, Tuesday. Today, she went this morning, and it came out like four or five little balls, little hard balls. So I'm thinking there's like a little bit of blockage in there from before. So I'm going to... I'm, not, I'm gonna wait tonight and see how it comes out. If it doesn't come out, if it still comes out hard like that, I'll just give her a little bit more, but you know, real careful. Like I don't wanna do too much. And that's really, that's really it. Oh, special, special, special. If you go to my Instagram, you're gonna see my DIY cone bowl that I call the cocoa cone bowl. Why? Because I thought I had this great idea of a bowl for dogs that can eat and drink water with a cone because it's impossible, right? I thought this great, I had this, this idea. So I, I made it out of paper plate. She was using it. She actually ate out of it. I have a picture of her doing that, a video of her doing that on Instagram. And then, but she was making a mess. So I made another one from a two liter soda bottle, which was even better. I burned the edges so it wouldn't be sharp filled it one of the ends with food and she's been she's been eating by herself because you know what since I brought her home I've been hand feeding her like a bird that's the only way she would eat and she wouldn't drink water so now finally yesterday she started drinking by herself and she started eating by herself finally like I don't have to feed her by hand anymore which is a big relief and a big time saver and a de-stressor for me because it's very stressful. So I looked online and I noticed that somebody else had invented a dog cone, you know, a dog feeder for, for dogs. It was a little pricey. I think it was like 45 bucks or something. I can't take away from his idea. I thought of it too, but I didn't know, you know, I can't, I'm not taking it away from him, but I'm just saying I thought of it too. So I did make a DIY though, and I didn't see anybody else making this DIY, so this is my DIY. And you'll see it on Instagram. I, I show you two pictures, one small and one big. If you have a bigger dog, you can use it for the bigger dog. You just cut it in half. You cut the two liter bottle in half. But if it's a smaller dog, you cut it into like a quarter. You know how like the bottom part of a soda bottle, like a Coke bottle, there's like four bumps on the bottom? One of those bumps was her food bowl, is what I'm saying, and a water bowl. And if you cut it in half, that bigger side, that'll be for the bigger dog. But it fits right inside the cone, if you know what I mean. So she positions herself in a way where she knows and she sees it and she's like, okay, I'm gonna go in this way. And she, she doesn't hit the bowl, so it's perfect. It's a great idea, it really is, I'm brilliant, I know. What else did I forget to say? Oh yeah, she's not supposed to jump, she's not supposed to run, not run, but she's not supposed to jump from high I have her on the sofa right now, but the only reason she's there is because I see her and I'm watching and she's asleep. So usually after I give her all the drops, I do it at six o'clock in the morning and that's my routine. And then I'm finished by 7.30 because I have it worked out to, you know, like if I have to go to work, I haven't been able to go to work. Somebody should be home with her for two weeks until the cone comes off. There's no way. I mean, the way that she's acting anyway, how she's, like kind of like uh, tired of this cone. I mean, she tried to take it off last night. She put her little paws underneath the end and I saw her trying to pull this thing off. I'm like, how are you doing this? You know, how are you even trying this? I have to keep her away from high places because she, she's a jumper. So I have to put boxes on my bed. I have to put boxes on the sofa, on the little bench that I have here. I have to 
all the little chairs. Everything has to have something on it so she doesn't jump on it. She, she misses her window because she has this window that she looks out of. And I'm going to find a way to put her on it. But then I'd have to watch her to make sure she doesn't jump off. So she hasn't been looking out the window. I haven't been taking her outside either because the stupid place where I live right now, they don't treat for fleas. I just figured I'll keep her inside. You don't have to take her outside. You know, if you have surgery on the face and they are constipated and they need to walk around to exercise, you can massage their bellies so they don't have to walk. Or you can make them walk inside, follow you around. You know, so that would be my tip for you guys for constipation. Make sure that they take their medications and make sure that you baby them. They're your babies. You know, I took off my two weeks. I had some time. So, you know, I took my two weeks. It's my vacation. I don't take two weeks at a time like this at work unless I have some place to go or something to do. And I never save it for vacations. I always save it for emergencies such as this. My job was, you know, uh, accepting of the fact that I have my two weeks to use basically and nobody else was taking any time off so I'm not going to say allowed because that's my time and nobody else was taking it so I took my two weeks that's all I can say about it if you guys have any questions and you want to know anything regarding this surgery or glaucoma or how I learned that she got glaucoma there's another episode there if you have any any advice or if you're a vet and you have advice or if you want to share your stories about your pet with glaucoma or lens luxation or cone wearing or how to feed or how to give them drinks or enemas or anything like that please feel free to contact me on instagram rosanna mod follow me you can also contact me on facebook and emails also if you want to be a podcaster you know the links are below i'm going to put the necessary links down there for you guys I will leave it at that. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your patience. You know, I needed this week. You know, I wasn't sleeping. I was up with her. I am very vigilant when it comes to caring for someone who's ill. I've done it my whole life, you know, with my kids. I I'm like a watchdog, basically. I'm really good at that. So she's going to be okay. Tomorrow is her second post-op the first one was after her surgery and everything was okay and i was just told to keep giving her the medication and if you hear any noise in the background it's my uh, tv because she's sleeping on the sofa and i like to put music on for her i don't know what song that is it's just a youtube music for dogs that's what i put in for search so whatever that is and she she sleeps music is very important by the way that's another tip i can give you if you bring your dog home and you know, it's important that you remember, depending on your situation, if you have a lot of kids or keep the noise level down because they just got back from surgery. You know, it takes them a couple hours to take out that anesthesia from their body and to get out of that weird, you know, fog that, you, that you're in when you come out of surgery. And also they're stressed. They've been very stressed out. They've had nurses around them, doctors poking at them, giving them shots, you know, they with lights on them. They, it's a stressful situation. Picture yourself having surgery. You wanna come home and you wanna relax and you wanna just have a nice quiet room, nice and clean and nice and soothing. So I have scent candles things that I put on for her. So it smells nice in here. I have the music low. I, I keep it quiet for her. And 
I, I touch her, you know, you got to remember they have cones on their head so they can't scratch under their chin or behind their ear. So you want to go in there and put your hands in there and scratch under their chin or scratch, depending on the surgery, you know, scratch behind her ear and on top of her head. And she loves that because she misses it. Another thing is that she can't lick her paw anymore. So I'll wet her paws and I'll clean her paws and make sure, you know, that that part is, is okay and I'll scratch her you know, her hind legs and brush her hair and just a little bit more attentive than usual just to keep her calm. And she is very calm right now. She's very good. I hope that you learned uh, something from me today. And if you did, please let me know. I love, you know, to hear from you. From Coco and me, I want to say thank you for listening as always. Thank you for being patient throughout this process. A big kiss and a big warm hug and a woof woof. God bless you all. And what do we say?